Okay, so some of y'all aren't convinced. <laughs> and I understand because we have we all have this doubt in us and it's to keep us safe. You know, don't trust every fucking thing you hear. Don't be fucking boo-boo the fool over here. But some of y'all still haven't bought into my truth, the truth, that your thoughts create your reality. Two people have told me reality is reality. My thoughts aren't reality because I think one thing and another thing happens. And it's like, okay, so let me break this down to y'all. <laughs> it's easy. It's simple. You just got to put pieces of information together that you learn. And you're like, oh, but that's what I'm here to do. Let me break this down to you. And I'm going to break it down starting off with the episode of SpongeBob where they had the box of the imagination. Hello, 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 my beautiful friends, and welcome to the first episode of Shine Like the Sun during Aries season. I want to, I know I'm not continuing my last episode, the part two of love from four different perspectives, because I just, I just really want to say this. My, my being said, this is the timing. It's Aries season. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get them hype, bitch. So I got to do, I got to do what my being says. You feel me? I hope you guys all had a wonderful week. I hope everything is brightening up as spring comes. Spring is here, my beautiful children. Yeah, you bitches are my sons. Um, spring is here, and let's make the most of it, because you know what? Hot girl summer, hot nigga summer is coming up. And we got to be mentally, mentally better for this summer. Because last summer wasn't it with this corona shit. But this summer, this summer is it's, it's over. It's over. And I'm going to help y'all get lit, get hype. Come with me, baby. I'm going to show you the magical way. No. How do they say Imagination. <laughs> so in that episode where they had the imagination box, when SpongeBob closed the box, everything he thought became his reality. To the extent that even Squidward was feeling it. He was hearing the bombs and the jets and the other people talking and saying, man down, man down. But when he opened the box, boop, everything was gone. Your mind is like that. Okay. When you place your thoughts and yourself into a whole different fantasy land, daydream in your head, your soul goes with you. So you may just think this is imaginary, this was, or in a dream, this was a nightmare, or this was just a dream, but no, that's another reality that your soul is in. And if you keep on thinking about that reality, say you have a bad nightmare, and you keep on thinking, oh my God, I had a nightmare, my house burned down, my house may burn down, oh my God, what if my house burns down? Sooner or later, bitch, your house is gonna burn down. Because you keep on putting yourself in that position to the that point that it became the truth. The same way you can keep putting yourself into a position of success to the same way that it becomes the truth. Simply because you are manifesting that reality into your current physical reality. That reality that you saw when you were dreaming, you now made it appear and manifest into this physical reality. This world we're living in is already created. It's already done. Existence is already done. Solomon said, King Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. The, there is no past or future. There's only the present. The past and the future are already completed in the present. As we live right now, there are multiple billions or trillions of realities where in one reality, you married your first love. In another one, you died single. In another one, you had 30 grandkids. And that's what manifesting is. You're taking things that you want 
out of infinite realities. Oh, I want to be smart. Boop, take it out of reality, put it in this physical reality. Oh, I want to be this. Take it out of that reality and manifest it into your present physical reality. Okay? That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing. And everything. When you daydream, you're taking things out of that daydream subconsciously. And putting it in your present reality. It's like the show Rick and Morty. I really recommend everyone to watch that show. And not look at it like, oh, it's so funny type of vibe. Look at it from an actual metaphysical point of view. Now, let me expand on this. Every successful person you meet, either consciously or subconsciously, made themselves successful. Some of them said, I never wanted to be rich. I just wanted to help the world. But they needed success to do that. So they became successful as a byproduct. But some of them consciously said, I want to be a billionaire. I want to be the first billionaire. And they consciously made themselves there. In the same way that you can consciously or subconsciously make yourself have a poor reality. Because if you're thinking, oh, I want to be rich, I want to be rich. But in your subconscious, you're like, oh, but all rich people are evil. Kill, eat the rich, blah, blah, blah. Having too much money makes you bad. You're never going to be successful. Because you gave yourself the ideology, the reality, that if you have money, you are a bad person. And then when you're saying, oh, I want to be rich, I want to be a good person, you never say, well, then your subconscious is telling you, well, you can't be a good person if you're rich. So, because it goes in an order. It goes from the most high vibrational request. Being rich isn't that vibrational. It's not that. But being a good person is the universe is like, I want you to be a good person more than I want you to be rich. And if you think that you can't be a good person while you're rich, then sorry, buddy. That's how it is. And you get there through your thoughts. The point of doing any spiritual activity is to control your thoughts. That's why we call these activities Zen. Things that are cells Zen. It's like a cool, trendy word people say, but actually means thought in Japanese. The Sanskrit root meaning, where the word comes from, it means thought, absorption, or meditation. Because when you do it, it's not just about doing it. It's about breathing while you're doing it. It's about doing it with every fiber of your being. Not just, oh, I'm just moving my hand around. I'm just, you know, yoga. No. It's moving, being one with every atom of your being while you're doing that. You can go on a Zen walk or a meditation walk. I really advise you guys, now that it's Aries season, to go on a meditative walk. Because Aries season brings us so much passion and we have all this energy and we need to blow it off more. Hence, we need to meditate more. So while you're just walking or driving, focus on your breath, focus on your being while you're doing it. Don't just idly do things. Be present in everything you do. That's the point of being mindful of meditation. Meditation teaches you that. People think meditation is so hard because they're like, how do I meditate? I have to try to meditate. I'm trying to meditate. That, that sentence is wrong. You cannot say I am trying to meditate. Either you are meditating or you are not meditating. Because the point, if you are trying to do something in your meditation, then you're not meditating. Because the point of meditation is to let go and see where you go. Let go and see where you go. If you start meditating and you stop controlling your thoughts, focus on your breathing for a few seconds, you know, breathe out, breathe in. You know, get calm, get centered, and then you let your thoughts flow. And then five seconds later, you're in a bad space. Your thoughts are all negative about oh, all this bad shit that happened, all this blah, blah, blah. That's not a mistake. That's your inner self telling you, hey, buddy, 
We gotta work through all these fears, all this bullshit. Yeah, I don't know why you keep thinking about that shit that happened to you in third grade, but since you keep thinking about it, it's obviously holding you back. So let's get rid of it. That's why meditation to me is the key to everything. It helps you unblock, take, get rid of all the bullshit. And then you notice that the more you meditate, the more you control your thoughts. And you may ask yourself, well, how do I get rid of the bullshit? Son, like, I've been trying. Like, okay, after I get to the bad place in my head, what do I do next? Nothing. Absolutely, duply nothing. You sit with that thought. Like, damn, so what happened in third grade? I was bullied. Everybody laughed at me. And it's always stuck with me. I always feel like people are going to turn against me. My friends were laughing at me. Uh, I'm putting myself in there, everybody. As I'm saying it. Ooh, ooh, it's get that off me. No, that never happened to me. But <laughs> but that's how it goes. How you're meditating. You're, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then this is why it's important to always gain knowledge. Because when I'm reading something, when I'm watching something, like, I'm reading a book about a girl that gets bullied. That's where I got this idea from. As I'm reading this book, I'm like, I realize her problems and how she solves those problems. I put myself in that reality, and to me, I saw the problem. But this is like, this is when you're far in your spiritual journey. Let me explain it to you when, when you're not there yet. When you're not able to just put yourself in different realities. You sit with that emotion. You sit with that thought. You sit with those feelings. And you welcome them. Welcome everything that's at your door, whether it be anger, sadness, excitement, everything. Welcome and say, come in and ask them, what do you want to teach me? Sadness, welcome. I'm not very happy. You don't have to say this, but you can be like, I'm not very happy that you're here, sadness, because I don't want to be sad, babe. You must be here for a reason, because you have to have this underlying faith that nothing in you, nothing, I'm getting all past me. That nothing in you will ever be sent from a low vibrational frequency. Everything, every thought, every desire, every want you have in your body comes from God. You are the one perceiving it in a low light. Switch the perspective. It's like that thing everybody sees on Facebook where two people are standing across from a number. One person from the left side sees a six. The person from the right side sees a nine. And they're shouting at each other, no, you're wrong, this is a nine, no, you're wrong, this is a six. And then the other person goes to the other side and says, oh, that's all you have to do, that's your choice. You have to see, oh, wow, this is actually a six. Oh, God damn, this is a nine. I was wasting all my energy arguing about shit that it was. That's how everything is. That is the law of duality. Just explained to you in a very simple way. That is the law of duality. Every yin has a yang. Every bad has a good. Every black has a white. There's no gray. Period. But you, we put ourselves in the gray. We're like, oh, stuck between the sides. I want to be good. But I want to be mad. No. Just pick a side. And go for the fucking light side. Dumbass, what the fuck are you doing in the darkness? Get the fuck out of there. Go for the light. And that's what meditation does. You're sitting with this bad thought, you're sitting with this darkness, and you're like, sadness, talk to me. And sadness says, I'm sad because A, B, C, D, and E. How can we work on this? Okay, to work on A, let's learn to love ourselves, let's say some affirmations, to learn to work on B, blah, blah, blah. And as you work in them and you fix these problems, you start seeing the light of it. This is an example that Shaman Durek said. He's one of my greatest inspirations. Um, Shaman Durek said that, 
when he was a kid, I want to use his story because I don't want to make one up and it sounds blah, blah, blah. And um, he said it, so I feel like I have permission to say it. I hope I do, Simon, please. But um, he said that when he was a kid, his mother left him. And he always it made him lose confidence. He felt like no one loved him. People were going to abandon him. But why does his mother leave him? Is he not good enough? Is, this his, is it because of this and that, this and that? But as he grew older, he learned to understand and saw it from his mother's perspective. His mother did it only thing she could do. She did the best thing she knew how to do in that situation, in her situation. And he learned to accept that and flip the switch. So it's not just like, oh, one day you wake up and boom, you understand your mom. No, it takes time. Like I was saying, take affirmation, take meditation. Putting yourself in that shoot. If you're, if his mom made him lose confidence, saying, oh, I'm not good enough, he worked to get that confidence back. He said affirmation, I am confident. He worked through his shit, and it helped him flip the switch. And meditation is one of those ways. Yoga is one of those ways. This spiritual thing you see gurus doing, and not just doing it because it's so fancy things. You have to be spiritual if you don't. If you don't drink this or eat this. No, it's not that. We do this because the effect it has on us. Not just our bodies. Yes, it makes you look fit. It makes you look good. It makes you healthy. But no. It, it heals your soul. And naturally, of course, when you heal your soul, <laughs> you heal your body. You heal everything else. These things heal your soul. So once you sit with sadness and say sadness, wow, I understand you. Anger. I see where you're coming from. I see why you're here. But let's stay centered. Let's choose peace. So it's not like you let the man in your argue anger. I, I, I don't care anger. I fucking... <laughs> This is how I be talking to myself sometimes. I don't care, anger. You can't fucking do this. You can't keep blowing up. I hate you. Because now you're being angry. Tell the anger not to be angry. You can't cry because sadness is here. And start saying, why am I always sad? No. Understand yourself. I like to see myself as different little people. Especially my zodiac sign. When I see myself acting too hard on myself and the inner critic in me starts yapping. I'm like, Virgo, moon. Bitch, sit down. You feel me? I see why you're here. I appreciate your efforts trying to help me get my shit together. But no! To that! Okay. Libra, you're people pleasing. Stop people pleasing. My, I see like my inner self, I'm like, I have conversations with myself and that really helps. You may say that's crazy, but for me, it really helps. I see my faults, I talk to them. I talk to them like I talk to y'all. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I love you, though. <laughs> but shut the fuck up. Aquarius, we get it. You're a badass. You don't have to keep fucking trying to impress your friends. We get it. We get it. You're so cool. Okay, Aquarius, sit down. <laughs> it's like that. That's what meditation is. You're sitting with those feelings and talking to them. And then once, once you get familiar with them, you, you form a relationship with them, you can really, really talk to them and say, hey, not now. Hey, we're not doing this. We've grown past this. And all of this is happening in your head. So you are taking active steps to literally make your thoughts into your reality. That's if you choose to take them. Because if you don't choose to take them, all this shit just keeps swirling around and go getting deeper and you just get, get putting, giving yourself more situations where you get angry and it's another thing that makes angry person. And then you go psycho. People lose their minds because they can't control it. That's it. 
That's how your thoughts become your reality. We are so blessed because God gave, put us in a world. What did God, what did the Bible say in Mark? He said, I have put you in a garden that bears fruits that you did not work to eat. I have put you on a planet that is perfect. Do with it what you will. You got oxygen, you got water, all this free fruit, fruit growing, bitch. Garden and eating, bitch. Trees, boop, boop, boop. You want more trees? Pet these trees, bitch. You got everything. Y'all got Wi-Fi if you want to figure that out. Like, God said, y'all Gucci. You got animals, wood, metal, gold. I got everything for you. But now y'all do what you want to do with it. We have choice. We're the choosers. We're the pickers and the choosers. And look at what the book we chose. <laughs> We chose taxes and wars and the coronavirus and 5G. This is what we chose as a society, as a collective thought. Oh, I need to make an episode of collective thoughts. The reason everything is shit, because everyone is shit. Everyone is doing their nine to fives, freaking out, eating McDonald's, blah, 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 thinking all these destructive thoughts, hating themselves, committing suicide, raping, killing. And this is what happens when people think like this. The reason there are murderers because people thought of them. The di- the things that don't exist aren't just aren't thought of. A hundred years ago, there was no Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi was still on this earth. God didn't just say like invented Wi-Fi. To no, Wi-Fi was on this earth when the dinosaurs were on this earth. But the reason we could not have a phone and go on Snapchat is because nobody thought of Snapchat and a phone. You get what I'm saying? Everything is already here. But what the fuck are we gonna create? Because all the energy, the same amount, the same 24 hours it took someone to make an iPhone, the same 24 hours it would take someone to make a time machine. No one had just thought how to do it yet. That's it. The same way they have vaccines for coronavirus, the same way that they will have vaccines for AIDS and shit. When someone finally thinks of it without the government killing them. <laughs> but, um, I'm sorry, a conspiracy theorist that came out. <sighs> I just find it so amazing. This is what we chose. We could have chose world peace. We could have chose fucking making sure nobody was homeless. We could have chose so much something much more beautiful. But that's the man. That's where the matrix comes in. The matrix don't want that shit because then everybody will be on the same level. Some people have the desire to be higher. Some people want to be rich to make only sure only their family is a certain type of rich. But we're above that. We <laughs> we're the enlightened ones, honey. We are in the age of Aquarius. We are, do y'all know what that means? Let me pause. When I, I always say this, when I, I will always say this because, first of all, I'm an Aquarius rising. I'm here. I'm here. i get that out of here. But also because Aquarius is the rebel of the zodiac. You know, skipping school and smoking cigarettes. That's Aquarius. That's us. We are this generation that says no more. Fuck that job. I'm not working on 95. Fuck marriage. I'm having 20 baby mamas. Fuck this. Men are saying, fuck that, I'm wearing a skirt. Fuck that, I don't give a fuck if you think I'm gay, I'm getting fucked in the ass. Fuck you, fuck you, I don't care, you can control me. Nah, 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 nah. Those examples I was giving was physical. That's not just on the physical plane, it's on the mental plane. Fuck that, you can't control me. Fuck that, you can't brainwash me. Fuck that, you can't bullshit me. So it's literally our job, this is great awakening on earth. Right now. And it's literally our job to fight back. That's what everybody's... That's why spirituality is becoming a trend. Spirituality isn't becoming a trend for no reason. 
The Western world has done a lot to make spirituality not trend. Do yourself a favor. Don't fucking buy crystals and spiritual things that you're doing for your rituals from Kroger and Walmart and all these corporations. Because the, the reason why you use these things is because they're charged, your frequency. You don't use a crystal in your meditation because crystals are cute. And no. You use a crystal in your meditation because the charge, the energy of the crystal, how it affects you. And if you're buying a crystal from fucking Walmart, which energy just to make money, use you, have no good intentions for you, what do you think the charge is going to be? What's, how do you think it's, uh, come on, y'all, come on. Get it from someone who loves you. Get it from someone who's really spiritual. Yo, but listen, y'all need to understand, I'm not trying to sell y'all nothing. I'm not going to gain anything from telling you this. Y'all can be like, this bitch is crazy, this shit isn't real, blah, blah, blah. And I will neither gain nor lose anything from whether you fo- choose to follow my advice. But there's a reason you listen to this podcast. If you're like me and you believe that everything is a sign set from source, like I find spiritual things through my spiritual journey that I need. Like I never find anything too early or too late. So if you're like me and you believe that, then that's the reason you're listening to this podcast. If you think I know something you don't know and you want to get my advice, that's the reason you're listening to this podcast. And that's the right thing to think because everybody knows something you don't know. I know something you don't know. (laughs) And vice versa, you know something I don't know. And Let's share knowledge. This is the knowledge I'm sharing with you. These are tricks and tips that I use. Do with it as you will, baby. I don't give a fuck. Now, if I said this while trying to sell y'all some astrology calendar, <laughs> y'all could be like, girl, shut the fuck up. Anybody follow me that shit? But I'm not. Think about that. Or you could be listening to this podcast because you're like, I'm just trying to support you, bitch, so you don't hate me. <laughs> And if you do, hell yeah, bitch, you better support me, bitch. <laughs> so, my poem of the week is going to be The Guest House by uh, whoo, a poet I love so much named Rumi. If you do not know Rumi, listen, his poems will save your life, okay? And this is called The Guest House. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Oh, Rumi, oh, Rumi, oh, Rumi! He's saying what I said earlier, whatever comes, sit with it happily. And the song of the week is a song I loved very much as a kid. It's called No Gray. No Gray by the Neighborhood. It's amazing. Hold on, let me play. The song of the week is a song I loved very much in high school. It's called No Gray by the Neighborhood. No Gray. And ever since I was a kid, I I, I never believed there was a black girl. And ever since I was a kid, I was never a gray person. I've always been I've always been very black or white, yes or no, like I said earlier, and the song is probably the reason why. Let me play for y'all. Let me play for y'all. Okay. You can do it for the money.
Everything's black or white. There's no gray, honey. Life is simple. Life is sweet and life is easy. Don't get shit twisted. I love you all. Have a great day. You're blessed. And when push comes to shove, I'll show enough. I didn't need to listen when I'm finished. The song of the week is a song I loved very much in high school. It's called No Gray by the neighborhood. No Gray. And ever since I was a kid, I was never a gray person. I've always been I've always been very black or white, yes or no, like I said earlier, and the song is probably the reason why.